Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello and welcome to DVP News Today. I am your host, Kat Dupre, and I am so excited to share some Disney news with you today. I am joined by my good friend, Justin Suter. Justin, how are you doing? I'm good. What's going on, Kat? I'm always excited to be here. Yeah, you know, there was a lot of great Disney news that came out just this week. Like, it was like boom, 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 boom. Um, so I am excited to do, th- to do this. So how about we get started? Let's roll. Okay. So I want to start to talk about um, the Disney cast members. You know, we here in the DDP family give lots of love to cast members, whether it's calling them out on one of our many Facebook pages, hearing stories on different episodes, or even celebrating friends or family who are cast members. I know we have a couple who um, have uh, kids who are in the college program, our very own Aussie Dave. Well, this week, Disney World cast members were um, recognized at the parks and celebrated hashtag all the thrills. Um, Did you hear about this event or these events, I I should say? I heard about some of it. I mean, a little bit I've read about, but I'm excited to get into it a lot more because there was some stuff I hadn't seen until you invited me to come on the show this week. So I'm stoked to talk about this. Yeah, so kicking off of um, the week's events, cast members at the Disney Contemporary Resort were the very first to be transmitted transported to an immersive experience beyond their inner child's wildest dreams. They were surrounded by favorite childhood arcade games with photo walls and backdrops and some sweet treats to top it all off. And they were able to embrace their childlike spirit because of this. So uh, um, there weren't a lot of details besides that, but, you know, I can imagine there was Pac-Man, maybe some Space Invaders, um, and lots of lots of candy from what I can tell. <laughs> I want a pinball machine so bad in my house. Like that's that's the one thing I'd love to have. And I guarantee they had pinball. Just from the photo I'm looking at, she's playing pinball. I guarantee it. I love Cat when Disney does this kind of stuff for cast members because, look, we've all had jobs. You know, all different jobs, all that fun of stuff. Some companies do stuff for the, like right now. Wave Me Travel has. A couple of our agents down in Disney, you know, got to go to Hoop-de-Doo for being a part of the agency, got free tickets to Disney, you know, doing a fun trip down there. The, the fact that Disney does this and keeps that morale up is awesome. It doesn't have to be huge. Like, this would be a blast to be able to go play games with your friends. It's the same people you're working with. Take those awesome pictures, custom backdrops that other people aren't getting to use for now. I love it. Absolutely love it. Yes. No, it's lots of fun. And I agree with that. It, and it also helps boost morale. And like and like you said, you're not just with like random cast members throughout um, the company. It's the the cast members from the Contemporary Resort were able to do this. So kind of going along with that, the Tron Light Cycle Run cast members were able to meet some filmmakers from behind the world of Tron. Um, so Steve Lisberger, who was the writer-director of Tron, the 1980s one, and one of the producers of Tron Legacy, the 2000s one, and then Justin Springer, who is another producer of Tron Leg- Legacy, went to Tron 
like Psycho Run and thank the cast for helping to bring this attraction to life. To also celebrate the the attraction, cast members surrounded Walt Disney World Resort President Jeff Fall, Walt Disney World Ambassadors Ali and Ravon, Cindy Morgan and Bruce Boxleitner from the original Tron film, and Mickey and Minnie in their Tron-inspired uh, outfits during the special moment in front of the marquee, which was lighting the marquee and dedicating the ride. I need, out of all that, out of everything said, all of it's awesome. I need like ASAP Mickey and Minnie in their Tron outfits for a meet and greet. Like yes. now. Those are so cool. So cool. They light up. They're they're that Tron blue. Um, that's the same color of the light cycle run, but like it's not like fabric. It's literal light in the costume. Which I knew that was possible, but I didn't know it was possible for Mickey and Minnie. Can I just admit that I want all my clothes to light up? Like all of them. I want my shoes to light up. I want my <laughs> I want my clothes, my hats. I want everything to light up. Everything would, would make me happy. I was talking to somebody. Um, Sophia has some light up shoes. We got them for her for Disney World um, to maybe give her a little bit of a boost for a couple of rides. Um, don't judge yeah. me. It's oh, just a it. little. It's a little bit of a boost. It's <laughs> but I was talking to somebody about it when we got, and they were like, "I want light up shoes for adults," and I was like, "Right? Why don't they make they them? make them? They do." I yes, but they're like one hundred and fifty dollars. Well, so well, here's the reason. I have like I had a moment with light up shoes years ago. So when I was in seventh grade, I started playing uh, soccer. Right? Or well, like I started practicing with the high school the varsity team but to do that you have to do what's called the cooper run it's a two mile run and you have to go and and you have to do it in a certain time well i did, i needed new tennis shoes my mom was working so my mom asked one of the other moms to take me and my friend to get tennis shoes so we could do the run now this was with like junior seniors all that kind of stuff well the only shoes they had at the place in my size were the ones that lit up whenever you stepped like a two-year-old's would be and i'll never forget to this day me running on the track and like the seniors being like Light it up, Suter. <laughs> and I took him home and threw him away. I was so upset. What? So just, I was so upset with myself, Kat. Now I would embrace it. I would love it. Uh, but at the moment, I was not ready for that type of attention. Listen, that's just the that's just the adolescent mind. You don't like it, but listen, no. if you are if you are in middle school or high school right now and you're listening to this, who cares what people think or pe- what people say? You should exactly. You wear those light up <laughs> shoes. I love it. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I like this. This is a lot of fun. I like that they actually brought in the original Tron, um, kind of people working with that as well. I, I've never seen the original Tron. I've only seen the newer one. Uh, have you ever seen the one from the 1980s? I've never seen either. Really? Okay. So the newer yeah. one's the new one's okay. I mean, it's got Jeff Bridges. It's it's uh it's it's fine. It's not one of my favorite movies of all time. But the older one, it just seemed a little dated. Once I finally got around to it, some people I'm sure they grew up with it and they absolutely love it. Uh, but I will tell you the one thing, and I'll see if you agree with me, that Tron does that was really needed. It, I'm going to make up a word, and we're just going to go with it. Kay. It futurizes Tomorrowland. <laughs> yes. I, I completely agree. I mean, it's been said for years that Tomorrowland needs a, um, oh my gosh. A futurizing refer. moment. <laughs> Futurizing moment, yes. There you go, perfect. And so, when you add that to the to the backdrop of Tomorrowland, it definitely does make it look more futuristic, which is what Tomorrowland is supposed to be. So, I think that they could 
there are other things they can add to Tomorrowland to not make it look so like old school. Well, like old school future, what we thought the future would look like. Like back yeah. in like back in the seventies and eighties, like yeah, that totally makes sense. Like the Astro Orbiter, which I know that's not really gonna go away, but like that's not what we think of as the future anymore. We have rockets that can take us to the to, to space, and they don't look like that, and they're not gonna look like that. So let's let's update that. You know what's funny, and I've said it for years, and I've been listening to the show for for a while. You've heard me say it. It would literally only take some new lighting in Tomorrowland yeah. to fix the problem. Yeah. Relight Space Mountain. Some people are going to be like, no, don't mess with the classic. Relight it. At night, light that thing up like like it's Tron 2.0. Yeah. Like absolute, not the not the ride inside, but outside. Yeah. No, I get that. And th- they have like the neon two being like, right? Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. like that was prime 90s. Like it was at McDonald's. It was in, it was in our it was in the Florence Mall for anybody who is from Northern Florence, Kentucky. Florence, y'all. Yes, uh, it was like on the ceilings. Of, so, like, get rid of that neon tubing light. So this doesn't have anything to do with anything. Fl- the Florence when you when you go into Florence, there's a mm-hmm. water there's a water tower that says Florence, y'all. And the story I was always told was originally originally said Florence Mall, but then people said that's advertising or so there was something to do with like free advertising from the city, which couldn't happen because of other businesses. They had to, instead of repainting the whole thing, they just kind of painted over the M and made a y'all. Is that, yes. is that correct? Yes, basically. Look at me. Yes. Okay. Give us, you didn't know Urban. when you were coming to DDP Today News with Cat Dupree that you are getting Florence, Kentucky, <laughs> uh, facts and history. So welcome to the show. Yes, and it still says Florence, y'all, to this day. Did you know, right. so there is a minor league um, baseball team in Florence, and they used to be the Florence Freedom, but then, for some reason, the Florence Freedom couldn't be a thing anymore. So now they are the Florence Yalls, and their mascot is a water tower. The water tower, that, I should say. The, that is funny. So look it up, people. I cannot make this up. <laughs> well, speaking of, it's, right now, I'm not even going to get into because we're going to move on. Google, once you get off the show, or pause it and Google it. Google the Savannah, the Savannah Bananas. Yes! Okay, we're gonna go. We're gonna Savannah's only like an hour and twenty minutes from here. We're gonna go. I love them. They're on yeah. TikTok. If you do not have a TikTok, you should get a TikTok just because of the Savannah bananas. Yep. So we're gonna go. So next time, maybe we'll do a show from the Savannah Savannah bananas uh, game down there. So yeah. I will. I will join that live. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One last story is celebrating the cast members, and I think. Everybody's going to be excited about this. And if you haven't heard about it, you might be living under a rock. What are you doing? Um, but so thousands of cast members and their loved ones were ready to begin and let the wonder take hold during the Disney Cast Life preview of Fireworks Happily Ever After at Magic Kingdom. So the, ca- the cast were the first to experience the new projections along Main Street USA. How do we feel about this? Previews I'm are happening. S- oh, you kidding me? I am so excited for April 3rd. I cannot wait. I'm going to be in the parks like maybe six days after that. And I will be standing there boohooing on Main Street. I'm going to make Riley let me hold her again. So that way I can just have that moment one more time. Um, and watching the cast members' reactions off the video that they put out when they were watching Happily Ever After. And they were watching the new projections come down Main Street. This was so needed. Like this, this is what Magic Kingdom needed. It's iconic. It's fantastic. It's amazing. Love wishes. 
Happily Ever After is just, for me, it's the best nighttime spectacular that they've done at the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. I am so excited that they're fixing the wrong that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and now even using that technology from the 50th of projections down Main Street, and now even one-upping and bettering Happily Ever After is so amazing. Yes, I am re- I am so excited. Um, April 3rd is when it's coming back for everybody. But e- like Happily Ever After, I was so excited to hear this um and see that the cast members because you know the cast members they're they're the ones who make the magic happen for us for the for the visitors and so just knowing that they got to see this knows that we're one step closer to that april 3rd and we're going to be able to see it i'm so excited yes can i i just want to go off real quick they are still using disney uh, Enchantment. They are using it for Disney on Ice, Frozen in Encanto. Uh, it's part okay. of their finale song. It's hilarious. Okay, let me tell this really funny story real quick. Um, so we went to see Frozen in Encanto, Disney on Ice, uh, in Cincinnati last week. And they opened the song. It's the beginning of the Magic Happens Parade. And I'm like, like looking around, I'm like hitting Eric and I'm like, do you hear this? Sophia and I were listening to the parade that week and I was like, Sophia, do you recognize this? And she was like, yeah, it's magic. And I was like, it is. And then you go through the show and then it's, it's the finale. They bring out all the princesses and it's, you are the magic from enchantment. And I'm like hitting Eric again. I'm like, do you hear this? It's the, it's the fireworks. (laughs) Yes. It was awesome. Well, that's cool then. So it's not just going away. You still get it for those yeah. people who loved it. Okay, I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah. I'm good. And you don't, like, you wouldn't know it was part of the fireworks show unless you're, like, a huge Disney right. Park fan, too. Uh, right. But I was still, like, I was, like, and the person who I was with, I was with a friend, and I was, like, did you recognize it? And she was, like, yeah, I knew. I, she was, like, I once you said it was, in, I knew I recognized it, but then once you said it was Enchantment, I knew, I knew it was. So... So if you guys want to go, if you still want enchantment music, go see Disney on Ice. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, so we're going to kind of go back to Tron. So different from past previous ride openings, Disney has announced a soft opening for a Tron light cycle run. Uh, so how do you feel? Do, did you ever experience a soft opening? Um, how hmm. do you? I'm trying to remember if I did a soft opening for anything. I'm sure I have at some point. But here's the thing. Disney doesn't typically do these. Um, they don't announce the, it. They, yeah, they do DVC and they do, you know, annual pass holder previews. But as far as a soft opening, and it's to be honest, it's pretty long. Um, it's not mm-hmm. like it's just a couple days. It's like almost two weeks, uh, which is pretty unique. So back in 2014, before New Fantasyland opened, like officially opened, they were we're doing soft openings for mine train so my my family and i walked past mine train maybe like six times one day just to see because the way it was described to us at this time now of course it was 2014 i had just graduated college i could know nothing but it was you were kind of just randomly chosen like if you were walking by and they were just like hey do you want to come try this ride out that's cool um and so but this is very different so between march 20th 2023 and april 2nd 2023 um Disney World guests may, they, they like emphasize the word may, have an early opportunity to ride Tron Light Cycle Run. So you're going to need, it's basically using Lightning Lane slash 
virtual queue. So you'll have to use the My Disney Experience app and you're going to have to refresh your page, your My Disney Experience at 7 o'clock to try to get in the virtual queue. If you don't get in the virtual queue at 7 a.m., you can try again at 1 p.m. inside Magic Kingdom Park or they're going to have a you're going to have the opportunity to purchase individual lightning lane for Tron on these days, but it's going to, that's crazy. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't really think this is a soft opening. I, I think they're just I, opening it. I think they're just opening it. <laughs> yeah, but, what's the difference? Because it's going to be a virtual queue anyways, or a lightning lane. Those are your two yeah, choices. There's not yeah. a standby for this when it opens. Yeah. So I think they were just like, I think that <laughs> let's they, open this thing. We're ready, right? Well, and like they had, like like we said in the in the last uh, news story, they already had like the dedication of the of the ride. So just well, open I it. think they, <laughs> I think we chatted about it not too long ago that they wanted to wait till April to open it. Yes, you yes. know, like officially open it, like yeah. because it kind of bookends everything, and mm-hmm. I think that's why they why they did that. Yeah, because it. The 50th anniversary is over, so woo! But they're also like from March 20th to April 2nd, so that gives them 11 days of Lightning Lane purchases. They're like, we can make a lot of money in those 11 days, so let's just go ahead and run this bad boy. And then April 3rd, it's closed to prepare for its official opening on April 4th. That's weird. Like, like, so my question is, are they limiting the number of people who can join the virtual like? So obviously Guardians has a virtual queue and they probably have a maximum, right? Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. So yeah, do you think do you think it's like a a smaller maximum? No. I think it's going to be the exact same. So. I think they literally were like, "Oh, we're um we're uh you know, completely ready to go and we might as well just call this a soft opening. We've already <laughs> said it's going to be April the what third or fourth whenever it is." Uh, and why not? Let's do it. Yeah. You're probably right. Yeah. So, <laughs> but whatever, <laughs> but, but do it. Okay. I mean, let's, I mean, people waited five years. Let's I, roll. Well, you know? and, and this, this will be good for the people who are already on spring break. Like this week, as far as I know, is the first week of spring break for a it lot is. of schools and it's going to go through mid April. So works for those people who are going for spring break, I guess. <laughs> Works great. I'll tell you what. That's you talk about hitting the jackpot. Let's roll. <laughs> awesome. So the Flower and Garden Festival in Epcot is in full swing. This is has always been my favorite festival because I love the topiaries and the flowers that are planted all around the park. Um, but this year there is some extra special magic shots that are available. So it looks like there are seven magic shots, some old and some new. Um, you can have butterflies flying around you, Tinkerbell's wings, which has always been around for a flower and garden, as far as I know. Eric got some a couple years ago. (laughs) And everyone's favorite little orange bird can hang out on your finger. But there are two that I saw that I think are new this year, um, but or at least new to me. So one, you can be spreading flowers, creating flowers with Isabella from from Encanto, um, which is super magical. And then my other favorite is having a floral frame added to your picture. Um, It it's beautiful and it looks like it puts you right in the middle of a rainforest. And you get a little bit of a hidden Mickey with a uh, or Minnie, you know, however you want to look at it, with uh, with the flower there on the bottom left of the. I did not notice that, but now that you say that, I see it. Can I tell you about the other one though? Can yeah. I tell you the one that we just need to stop? Like the, we need we need to quit this 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 the, whole uh, picture. 
the 360 panorama picture oh yeah is legitimately one of the worst photos that ever turns out we look <laughs> my head is already way too big right with that said when you do this photo i am competing with spaceship earth to see <laughs> what's bigger my head or spaceship earth it is pretty horrendous uh but we do it as a goof now like we think it's really funny to do it so we always do that one so that but that is still one that you can do and it's got a, a flower and garden it's actually got the festival of the year and everything so that's uh pretty cool if you enjoy that shot that one's there for you as well yeah so if you get any of these magic shots um definitely put them on our facebook page gdp today podcast family so i can see them because i definitely want to see the you know the models that they have on the website are good because they're models but i would love to see some real life pictures I'll be down there. I'll be down there in a couple weeks. Okay. And I will put my photos with my Tinkerbell wings and my uh, my big head next to <laughs> yes. Spaceship Earth. I'll do all that. It will all be posted. Sounds great. You'll get my pick of the week. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. So this next one is super exciting, too. I mean, you guys know I'm, I'm always excited about Disney news. Sometimes there's bad news, but this one I'm really excited about. So, Justin, do you love character meet and greets? I, this is my favorite thing. I sure do. I love them too. And Disney announced this week of three, sorry, four new meet and greets coming to Disney World. So the first one is Moana is coming to Animal Kingdom on uh, April 22nd. Um, from what I understand, she'll be on the Discovery River with, um, on one of the cavalcade boats. So it's not exactly a meet and greet, but you still get to see her. We haven't seen her in a while except for on the cavalcade in Magic Kingdom, as far as I'm aware. That is awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I just happen to have this up here because I'm about to mount it. Uh, I'm holding up because there's not a video aspect to the show. That's true. Um, this is an oar, and it's from Alani. And so we had it, and you can see characters we had signed. You got Stitch, you got Daisy, Goofy, Moana, and then on this side, let's see who all you got. Uh, Mickey. Oh, it says, Aloha, Minnie. Riley. Your pal, Mickey Mouse. Uh, Minnie. So kind of cool. The kids get to decorate those. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's not to cut you off, but uh, and let me jump in on Moana real quick. I'm going to say this now. It's, it is March the 19th, 2023. This is a precursor. This is a warm-up to you meeting Moana in Epcot later this year. I uh. have said it uh, before. I'll say it again. When Moana's Way of Water opens, you will be able to meet Moana. That is not news, but it will happen. Just speculation. Speculation. <laughs> but I did see when we were in Janu when we went in January, we could see Tafiti from a distance, and I mean she's huge. Huge. Like we saw her from a distance, and she was huge. So, yeah. um, no, that would be really cool, and that would be cool if they have that meet and greet because Chip and Dale used to meet outside, like mm -hmm. around that area. Yep. So I could totally see them having a Moana meet and greet in front of Tafiti. Yeah, I like that idea. Okay, so we already talked about a picture uh, with Isabella from Encanto, but Mirabelle from Encanto is going to greet guests in the fairy tale garden at Magic at Magic Kingdom, and there will also be decor inspired inspired by La Familia Madrigal. Um, I am so excited about this. I love Encanto. If people cannot tell. I love the music of Lin-Manuel Miranda. That story is so fun. Um, Adasa, who plays Dolores, is like my favorite character. <laughs> like she is, <laughs> she is great. One of the um, sweetest people ever, too. Someone who got yes, to interview her and hang yes. out and chat with her for a while. One of the sweetest people ever. Um, so this is really exciting. 
Justin, can you explain where the fairy tale garden is? Because the picture showed that where they announced that she would be, or like the picture that they used that she was coming, it looked like it was like towards Liberty Square. Yeah, I think the fairy tale garden is right over that way. One of those green spaces right over that way, right to the left if you're walking towards uh, Cinderella Castle. Okay. Um, But to be honest, I'm not 100% certain. This is where Dave comes in really handy um, when we can ask him exactly where to pinpoint that at. But we'll find that out and maybe we'll announce that on a future show. We'll figure it out. Yes, sounds good. Um, And then what about you? Are you excited to meet Mirabelle? Will Riley want to meet? She will love it. She's going to absolutely love it. I was a late adapter to um, to Encanto, and I hate to admit that because I'm a huge Lin Manuel Miranda fan. Um, you know, love Hamilton. I love everything he's done. I think he's a, a musical genius, great actor, um, great writer. And I don't know why it took me so long to get on board with Encanto, but we. Uh, it was funny. We were at Vero Beach, and I remember sitting. Of course, I'd heard the the music because we were playing in the car all the way to school and stuff like that. But if you've ever been to Vero, great resort, great. Uh, it, please, please, if you're a Disney fan, go to Vero at some point. Um, but you, the they do the movie on the lawn like they do at all the Disney resorts, and of course they were playing Encanto, and we. Riley made a friend and she was sitting down there and we got some like um, charcuterie boards for the kids and sit down there and have stuff. And if you sit up top, um, there's like a little bar up there and you can go outside and they have snacky stuff and drink stuff like that. But you can overlook the lawn. And I remember telling Katie, well, let's sit here for a bit and then we'll get Riley and we'll go to bed so we can get up in the morning, have a full day by the pool. We watched the whole thing. Like I was so into it. Katie's like, I'm getting tired. I'm like, you can go to bed. It's just right over there. Literally through the doors to the right is our room. I'm going to be right here. I got to finish this thing. And then, of course, I had the great opportunity to get to interview Adasa uh, later. And so I had watched it many times since then. And it's just so good. I mean, it's just such a great movie. And the fact that they're bringing these characters. And you know what's important to me, Kat? You know, we're seeing Splash Mountain change into Tiana. You know, we're seeing. And a lot of people are like, this shouldn't happen. You know, this is. It's not really about us anymore. Like, this is. Disney is understanding the fact that they're moving on to the next generation. And they're, yes, they're going to have those key meet and greets for us as, as 80s and 90s kids. Um, but now, like, Riley, you know, gets to go and meet, you know, her favorite characters that she's grown up with. And I think that's really important. And mm-hmm. I love the fact that they're doing that. Um, I'm really, really excited about it. Right now, all the Away With Me Travel people, Dan Rossi, right now, Dan is trying to FaceTime me. Which, can we say something really quickly? FaceTime is such an aggressive move. Like, to just not even call, just to FaceTime someone, it is so aggressive. <laughs> I will say the only person I, like, FaceTime unannounced is unannounced is my mom. Okay. and, and It's it, a lot. But, and it's just because, like, most of, the only time I will be FaceTiming her is because my my kid wants to talk to her or something. Yeah. So, um, and there, there was one other time I FaceTimed somebody unannounced and it was my brother. And it was because I was telling him I was pregnant. So yeah. like he, he must've known that something was up. <laughs> Texts are perfect. I think it's almost like a, it's almost like a lead up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's like a, you have to lead up to it. It's like a first kiss. You know what I mean? You have to hold hands. You got to lead <laughs> up to it. And then it's just, you can't just jump into the FaceTime thing. You got to dial it back a little. Text me first. But, then give me a call. If I answer, then you can push that FaceTime button if I say I'm, you know, want to see it. So yes. Good. Well, is it is it you or is it Dan who's like, 
I prefer calling. Dan, and it drives me no. insane. He, like, I'm okay with calling, but text me first. Yes, he calls for everything. <laughs> he, for for you, those of you who do not know Dan yet, you know, one of the newer hosts on, on DDP today, he calls for everything. Like, he calls just to say, did you know the time change last night? Dan, yes, I understand the time change last night. Leave me alone. Stop it. You know, uh, yeah. Now he's moved on to FaceTiming. They're really getting aggressive with his uh, trying trying to up this friendship to even. Tell more. him you're busy. You're talking to I me. I did. I texted him already, and they're still doing it. So too much jelly rolls. Oh, I think tonight for those for that crew. <laughs> okay. Well, one more or two more announcements. They're both in Epcot. So we already knew that Figment will um, is coming, but now we have the location. He's going to meet at the Imagine imagination pavilion but we also have the new f- home for mickey and friends and that is going to be at the new communicore hall in epcot which is from what i understand kind of where they were before but it's just a new name mm-hmm. the building was gutted and is being rebuilt basically so it's gonna look a little different but i mean i think the big news here is figment i face of epcot um one of the most beloved characters of all time. Absolutely. I mean, he's right over my shoulder. It's always hard to point on camera. Yes. He's right, like right in there I somewhere. Um, With his yellow and I, shirt. I, I, it's one of those meet and greets that I think has been needed for a long time. Super stoked for this one. And of course, Mickey and Friends, that is, <clears throat> a lot of people don't understand. That's a great people eater. Um, mm-hmm. And when we don't have that, that really does hurt some of the other attractions in that general area. Uh, we're talking about Soren and talking about Nemo and like this pulls people away and it allows those wait times to go down a little bit because everybody wants to go. You can go one space, meet three characters. It's fantastic. Um, that was kind of a go-to for us with Riley was always going to that area mm-hmm. and seeing Mickey with friends. Yeah. And I'm really sad that I haven't been able to see Mickey in just his like normal wear. And like, I, I mean, I do like the 50th and I, when he had his birthday, I liked that too, but there's just something about Mickey and his tuxedo, Minnie and her red polka dot dress and Goofy and his normal garb that I just really enjoy. I still haven't hugged Mickey because I'm not a smart person. And remember, I was in line to hug Mickey, and I left my car door open. Oh, yes. And I had to run back to Saratoga. And so I still, to this day, have not hugged Mickey since COVID. It's driving me crazy. We hugged Mickey in October, but we did not hug Mickey this past trip because it just... We could have at the end of the night, but we were leaving the next day, and I was tired. We, We transferred from Riviera to Saratoga Springs, so we still had to go home and make sure that our bags were there and it was like 11 o'clock so we decided to be dumb and not go see mickey that's <laughs> yeah, okay it happens you yes know. i'm gonna but, do it though in april I'm, I'm hugging mickey no matter what yes even if you leave your car door open no, i don't care <laughs> they can steal the car for all i care from now on <laughs> okay so for our last story we are going to head over to disneyland um Woo. yes so today is march 19th i think you said that earlier but Toontown reopened in Disneyland. So Toontown went through a lengthy refurbishment. And so they got some new rides. They got some new areas. They got some just repainting of some things. Um, but here are some fun details about this land. Now, I will post the link uh, to this. It's from D23, the, uh, the official D23 website. There were nine interesting facts about this new land, or not new land, but about Toontown. Um, I have just... Uh, I think I I think I'm just touching on I'm touching on three. Um, so there is 
new green areas, and one of those green areas in this land is called Centennial Park. Um, but in Centennial Park, there is an interactive fountain, uh, which will be really fun for kids and adults, like, cause let's be honest, um, this is gonna be a sensory experience and I love water, so this is definitely something that I'm going to do. But not only is it a sensory experience, there at night there's gonna be a gentle light show. And it's said that the Imagineers wanted to create this so that um so that children can have a kiss kiss goodnight if they're not able to stay awake for the fireworks. Hmm. I love that. And I love it. And I love that they're coming up with a space that they can actually go if for those kids who um, maybe have some sensory issues where they can decompress and not be overstimulated for a little bit. They've really thought this through really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, um, like I said in the article, and I'll, I don't have this written down, but I do remember they have a couple of different of the green areas. And one is just going to be like a completely, not completely quiet, but like just more of a quiet area. They're going to have some, um, some music, some quiet music playing. It's going to feel like you're kind of, they said like a spa-like feeling, mm-hmm. <laughs> spa-like music. Um, so that afternoon nap time. Yes. That's right there. Um, so it's definitely, it can be a place that you can go and have fun, but de- also a place that you can go decompress, relax. Um, it, it's going to be, it's going to be a great, a great place to go. Um, so then here's something that, that I know a lot of people are excited about. So Pete is becoming a meet and greet at the park. Um, so he's going to be roaming uh, Toontown with alongside Minnie, Donald, Daisy, Pluto, Clarabelle, and Goofy. And Mickey will also be there, of course. And he's going to be a compl- he's going to be wearing a completely new outfit that's super casual. It kind of reminds me of um, something that we've seen. Um, do you remember when they were? Um, Oh, what's it called? They were advertising Mickey Mouse's mixed up adventures and they had like the kids dancing with Mickey hmm. to, to, oh my gosh, what is it called? I don't remember. How long ago was this? No, it was like 2019. So when they were first advertising. <laughs> you said that it, like, like it was like, it was 19 and 43. Uh, <laughs> it's like, so not that long ago. When I. <laughs> Yeah, but like back in yesteryear of 2019, they already have a new Mickey Mouse show. Like first it was Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, and then it was Mickey and the right. Roaster Racers. Yeah. Then it yep. was Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse's Mixed Up Adventures, and now we're on to Mickey Mouse Funhouse. So like that was. Yep, that's right. Yeah. That was a whole show ago. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, I got to keep up. This is just time. <laughs> It's okay. It's just because I have a, a preschooler. <laughs> um, although Amelia, Sophia never really got into Mickey Mouse, but Amelia obsessed. So I told you mm-hmm. we saw um, Frozen or Disney on Ice. So yeah. of course Mickey Mouse is in it. And she is like trying to jump out of my arms, my friend who is holding her. And she's like saying, mama, 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 which sounds like mama, but she's saying Mickey. Like, I love it. That's, that's her, that's her way of saying she like, she knows that was Mickey. It was great. Um, but yeah, so, um, what were you talking? So there was, yes. So. People were saying that they wanted to have villains, and here's Pete. Pete doesn't really look like a villain in this. He he looks more like a um, maybe the frenemy. I think that's the word that they used in the in the article. Um, he looks happy to be there. <laughs> Can we just say, I have been I've been doing the show now for five years. Okay, I've been doing DDP for five years. For five years, I've been screaming when people talk about meet and greets. There are two meet and greets needed in the Disney parks. 
One is Oswald, okay? You can get that in Disneyland. You can't get it in Disney World. Get in Disneyland. Two is Pete. Pete's the OG, the original. I mean, he is the one. And now, finally, of course, it's on the West Coast. And I'm fine with that. We're going to be out there for the 2023 DDP Today Disneyland Family Vacation. If you haven't done it, get a hold of us, showedawaythroughtravel.com, and we'll get you booked to come and join us out there. Finally, they're correcting this mistake, Kat. I could not be more excited. We are going to do a photo with Pete in July. I'm so excited for this. I, it, it's kind of a no-brainer. I don't know why it's taken this long. I, I'm stoked. This, this is the, there's a lot in this article that I'm really excited about. This may be number one. I mean, it's way up there. Yeah. No, it's really exciting. And and if you haven't seen the picture of Pete, he looks like he's going to be fun to me. And he, when you see the picture of all the characters that they've been using for advertisement, he looks like he belongs there. Like, it's not weird that he is there. So I'm very excited about it, too. So... Along with Toontown, although there are those new rides in areas and characters, never fear for those who love Toontown the, the way it was before. Mickey and Minnie's house are still there, and for us to walk through and see how they live, it they just got some paint jobs. <laughs> you know what else they did, Kat, that I loved? And this is something that I really didn't love about the fact before. They finally put in live flowers. For those of you who know me, yes. you know my love flowers. Um, I buy flowers every Sunday. I buy flowers today. And I put them around the house, and I love them. They make me happy. They finally put in live flowers around this area instead of those fake bushes yeah. and stuff like that, that they had before. So I am super, super stoked for that. And the other thing um, really quickly that uh, I don't know if you, you were going to touch on this one. I take my money now. I take home trackless train that is based around Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. It looks exactly like it. Um, and you're going to be able to drive it a lot like I've got my BB unit over there and I've got my Banshee sitting over there. This will be something else that will I'll purchase and it'll sit right over yeah. there and it's going to look me in the face and I can't wait um, to purchase that. And then I want to get your opinion on, did you read a little bit about this build your own picnic baskets? Yes, I did. So, so because you brought up the trackless uh, toy, I was going to bring up the picnic basket. So it looks like you can go to one of the restaurants. I think it was Daisy's Cafe and you can choose three snacks and then you get to pack them in this picnic basket and it comes with a picnic basket and a picnic blanket and then you can go to somewhere around Toontown and and have your own little picnic. Interesting. This is super interesting. I I'm mean, this ex- is I'm curious really... how expensive it is. <laughs> well, that and I'm curious how this is going to work um mm-hmm. on a busy Disneyland day. How much cuz that area back there was all concrete pretty much before. Mhm. I mean, if you really think about it, because you come under, you know, you go back by, um, it's a small small world, world, and then you go under and walk up, and they have the theater to the left, um, and then to the right was Toontown, but it was all, it was all concrete. How much green space is there? Because it's not like that's a massive space back there. I mean, it's It's not not huge, huge, especially since they put in now Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway. I don't... It looked like there was green space in front of Mickey's house a little bit. Yeah. So, I wonder if we're all going to be laying on like the same picnic blankets <laughs> around this place. You know? Maybe. <laughs> no, it seems really interesting. Yeah, I want everybody, like I said, I will post this after the episode is posted. Uh, it's a very interesting, like they go into a lot of detail about what the Imagineers were thinking, what the creative di- creatives were thinking for everything. Have you seen a walkthrough of 
the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway queue there? No. Oh my gosh, it looks so cool. It makes me want to be in the standby line for it. Okay, I'll have, have to check it out. Yeah, uh, somebody did. Oh, I they, do see it now, yeah. Um, when somebody, one of the Disney people who got invited, media people who got invited, there are just so many little Easter eggs and like things were happening and there was like music playing and I was like, I recognize that. Now I can't remember because it's been like a month and a half since I've seen the, um, seen that video. But I would, I remember I was like, I want to go through the normal queue, not the, not the uh, lightning lane. Disneyland too. I've said it a thousand times and I'll stand by my statement. Disneyland attractions are better than Walt Disney World attractions. They just are. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a couple that aren't like, and what's funny is the only one that I can really put my finger on that, was better at Walt Disney World than it was in Disneyland was Splash Mountain and both are, you know, or Splash is closed now at Walt Disney World. Um, But all the rest, Space Mountain, better. You know, it looks like Mickey Minnie's probably going to be better as far as Q guy. I think it's going to be the same attraction. Yeah. So it's really interesting. Haunted Mansion, better. Um, Pirates, (laughs) infinitely better. It's not even close. Yeah. Uh, So it's going to be really interesting. I'm excited about it. I love this area. You know what I love too, Kat? And this is something that's unique. And I don't think Disney's ever really dove into this for. And I can't remember where I saw the article about. They were talking about how in Goofy's house, they wanted to show um, how Mickey and all his friends helped him as a single father, a single dad. Because there's like pictures of when Max is little and Mickey and Minnie babysitting him or like watching him. And they've never really talked about that kind of stuff before. I'll have to find that article where I was reading that. But there's like those little subtle pictures there of like kind of a community coming together to help their friends raise. And so I thought that was really cool. Like a really cool addition. That like makes my heart melt. Isn't that really cool? That is so awesome. Yeah. And you know, you know, the great thing about Disney is that it is. It, it does encompass everyone. Everyone, and, yeah. Like they, and, and I feel like even in the most recent years, they're trying to be more diverse mm-hmm. with, their, with their media. So showing a single dad and like what that family dynamic looks like yep. is going to be awesome for kids. Not only kids who have, single, who have single parents, but also for kids who don't to see... Like, that's one thing that we need to teach our children is that all families are different in yep. th- just because they're just because they only have a mom or they only have a dad or they have two moms or two dads or or they live with their grandparents. It's OK. And yep. they still they still deserve to be part of this community. I saw that photo and it's like on the wall as you go in Goofy's house. And yeah, it's Max when he's real little yeah. and it looks like Mickey and Minnie are kind of babysitting him, uh, yeah. you know, watching after him. So super cool. I love that. Awesome. Well, Toontown is the one thing I do miss from Disney World, so I'm excited to see it when we go out there in July for the DDP trip. Yes, this is my official announcement. I already announced it to the Patreon, but to those who don't, who don't, aren't part of Patreon, the Duprays are going to Disneyland in July. So, Justin, can you tell everybody how to, uh, how to book if they want to go to? Yeah, 100%. So it's coming up uh, July. The official dates were July 14th through the 17th. We kind of moved it. It's July 13th through the 17th because we needed another day with everybody um, getting out there. So get a hold of us. Show at awaywithmetravel.com. Lots of options. Everything from on-site to the Good Neighbor Resorts. There's all kinds of uh, fantastic options. 
from, you know, where you can find something that works for your budget to get you out there so you can hang. These trips are really cool because they're laid back. Like they, you know, a lot of people when they think, oh, I'm going to go on a vacation with a podcast that you're typically here's how it works. One person in the family likes the show. You know what I mean? The other person is like, they're okay with their, you know, significant other liking the show, but they don't want to be like completely tied down on these vacations. And that's not the way it works. We typically have a meetup each and every day. We have some special stuff. But other than that, um, you kind of have family time. You can come and go as you want. Normally, the group kind of finds itself anyways, and we kind of, you know, move around as a big swarm doing stuff and making memories that last a lifetime. But it's completely up to you. Our goal is to make sure you have an amazing vacation, but then we get to do it together. And there's so many kids coming. Um, you know, a lot of us have all traveled together before. And then finally getting to see those people and, you know, give a hug to all those people that finally get to meet in person. And I'm super, super excited about that. I love what these trips have become over the years. And it's just it's the best part of DDP is when the mics are off and us all together, us being able to create those memories. And yeah. it's that's where the stories that we don't even share on here uh, come from and that we, you know, text back and forth and, and do all that. So uh, really, really, I could not, cat. I couldn't be more excited than for you and the family to come out West and for us to hang at Disneyland together and all the stuff that we chat about and that, uh, you know, us as a DDP family chat about, about Disneyland now get to do it together. And I am so stoked, so excited. Uh, show at away with me, travel.com. Let's get you booked today. Even if you're just on the fence about it, Get something locked in. $200 deposit, up to 30 days. You can cancel, get the $200 back. Go ahead and get something locked in. Make sure you got what you need, and then we'll uh, we'll make sure that, you know, up to final payment, we can answer any questions you have, get everything taken care of, and then we'll see you in Disneyland, July 13th through the 17th of this year, DDP Today, Disneyland Family Vacation. Super excited, Kat. Super excited. I'm so excited, too. Justin, thank you so much for coming in and doing Disney News with me again this uh, this month. Um, you know, there's always Disney News going out. If you see anything that's interesting, and I'm talking, not this is not specifically to Justin, although, Justin, you are welcome to do this, too. Uh, but if, if any of you guys see any interesting news that you want me to talk about, it can be about the parks, the domestic parks. It can be international parks. I know we have some international listeners. Um, so if it's your home park and you want, you have some news, I will gladly cover it. I do try to be fair um, and not try to focus on Disney World, um, but sometimes it's, sometimes it's a little bit hard. Uh, like this week, like I said, this week it was just a slew of Walt Disney World news, so I just wanted to get that out to you guys. Um, and then also with Toontown opening and us going to Disneyland, I, I, I definitely want to talk about that. But I am up for Alani, Disney Cruise Line news, anything that you're excited about, I will I will be happy to report. So you can, you can get a hold of me through Facebook on the DDP Today podcast podcast uh, group or you can uh, email me at hold on let me pull up the email um, I ah. do it all the time yeah, I'm always I like I don't know my email anymore <laughs> since we changed DDP today I'm, I'm constantly trying to have to look it up yes yeah, so the gmail is ddpnewstoday at gmail.com or if it's easier for you like I said just uh, shoot me a message on Facebook. If you have sent me a message before and I have not responded, you might want to tag me on a Facebook post in one of the groups because I sometimes don't know how to work Facebook. <laughs> well, also those messages. So I'll, I, it's funny because every now and then I'll get a message from somebody who maybe we're not friends on Facebook and um, it goes to like that alternate universe yeah. of Messenger. And unless you go over there and look, you don't see it sometimes. And I'll go over 
and like I'll see one, but then I'll realize that somebody had sent me something like two months ago, and I feel super guilty, and I feel so bad, and I have to respond with my, uh, you know, so sorry's and all yes. that kind of stuff. So make sure, like, that's a great idea, Kat. Tag us, tag us on on your idea in the Facebook group, and uh, that way we will make sure to get back to you. Yeah. Well, Justin, any closing words? No, I tell you what, I love this. I love this show. I love the the way you do the news, your take on it, and I'm just excited now. Of course, with two, the announcement of Two Men in the Mouse coming over, being a part of the YDF Media family. Kevin and Pete um, being a part of this kind of bullpen of hosts that we have. Amazing shows coming out. We've got some other news hopefully we'll be announcing in the next couple months um, as this community continues to grow and we continue to try to put out more Disney positivity each and every week, each and every day. And uh, really, it's this DDP family that's done it. It's not us. You guys have created this culture and you have made it to where it is the most positive place for Disney um, interactivity on the internet. And we appreciate you for that. We love you for it. Kat, thank you so much for everything you do, everything you bring. Uh, we are super, super lucky to have you, and uh, I just cannot wait now. I'm so stoked for Disneyland, I can't even, I can't contain myself. I'm ready. <laughs> well, everyone, thank you again for listening, and have a good rest of your month, week, whenever, next time I see you guys. <laughs> Love it, Kat. Have a good one. Thank you. This has been YDF Media Productions.